He is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Alleluia, the Lord is risen indeed. O come, let us adore him. Alleluia. Christ, our Passover, sacrifice for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ is risen from the dead, and become the firstfruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 144 on page 519. Blessed be the Lord my strength, who teaches my hands to war and my fingers to fight. My hope and my fortress, my castle and deliverer, my defender in whom I trust, who subdueth my people that is under me. Lord, what is man that thou hast such respect unto him, or the son of man that thou so regardest him? Man is like a thing of naught. His time passeth away like a shadow. Bow thy heavens, O Lord, and come down. Touch the mountains, and they shall smoke. Cast forth thy lightning and tear them. Shoot out thine arrows and consume them. Send down thine hand from above. Deliver me and take me out of the great waters from the hand of strangers. Whose mouth talketh of vanity, and the right hand is a right hand of wickedness. I will sing a new song unto thee, O God, and sing praises unto thee upon a str ten-stringed lute. Thou hast given victory unto kings, and hast delivered David, thy servant, from the peril of the sword. Save me and deliver me from the hand of strangers, whose mouth talketh of vanity, and their right hand is a right hand of iniquity. That our sons may grow as the young plants, and that our daughters may be as the polished corners of the temple. That our garners may be full and plenteous with all manner of store, that our sheep may bring forth thousands and ten thousands in our fields that our oxen may be strong to labor, that there be no decay, no leading into captivity, and no complaining in our streets. Happy are the people that are in such a case. Yea, blessed are the people who have the Lord for their God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
Here begins the 14th chapter of the book of Jeremiah. The word of the Lord that came to Jeremiah concerning the droughts. Judah mourns and her gates language. They mourn for the land and the cry of Jerusalem has gone up. Their nobles have sent their lads for water. They went to the cisterns and found no water. They returned with their vessels empty. They were ashamed and confounded and covered their heads. Because the ground is parched, for there was no rain in the land, the plowmen were ashamed, they covered their heads. Yes, the deer also gave birth in the field, but left because there was no grass. And the wild donkeys stood in the desolate heights. They sniffed at the wind like jackals. Their eyes failed because there was no grass. The Lord, uh, though all though our iniquities testify against us, do it for your name's sake, for our backslidings are many. We have sinned against you. O hope of, O the hope of Israel, his Savior in time of trouble, why should you be like a stranger in the land and like a wayfaring man who turns aside to tarry for a night? Why should you be like a man astonished, like a mighty one who cannot save? Yet you, O Lord, are in our midst, and we are called by your name. Do not leave us. Here endeth the first lesson. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee, cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only Son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory ever. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here begins the fifth verse of the fifth chapter of 1 John. Who is he who overcomes the world, but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? This is he who comes by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not only by water, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit who bears witness, because the Spirit is truth. For there are three who bear witness in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. 
and these three are one. And there are three that bear witness on earth, the spirit, the water, and the blood, and these three agree as one. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater, for this is the witness of God which he has testified of his Son. He who believes in the Son of God has the witness in himself. He who does not believe God has made him a liar, because he has not believed the testimony that God has given of his Son. And this is the testimony, that God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. Now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. Here endeth the second lesson. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb that was slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood. Out of every kindred and tongue, and people and nation, and hast made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb for ever and ever. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ's only Son, our Lord, who is conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, Lord of heaven and earth, we beseech thee to pour forth thy blessing upon this land and to give us a fruitful season, that we, constantly receiving thy bounty, may evermore give thanks unto thee and thy holy church, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, for whom all good things do come, grant to us thy humble servants that by thy holy inspiration we may think those things that are good, and by thy merciful guiding may perform the same, through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. 
Defend us, thy humble servants, and all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries. Through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall to no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. On this last and 40th day of Eastertide, um, there are a couple of uh, things about today that will be the last day we, you know, we have the He is Risen, that the resurrection gives way. And it, actually the Ascension, though tonight is um, still technically Easter, um, tonight is the Eve of Ascension, and therefore uh, we'll have lessons that pertain to the Ascension Day. So it's our last sort of office that focuses prim primarily on Easter. And we have these three rogation days preparing this for Ascension, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And the theme of these lessons have been, um, it is interesting combination in lessons of an Old Testament theme where the harvest is 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 shown to be dependent upon Israel's faithfulness so things aren't going well <clears throat> and Israel <clears throat> the land mourns today and 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 so Israel has to turn to God because the the God's blessing uh upon Israel God's favor with Israel is expressed in the fruitfulness of the harvest or in the dearth the, the famine the lack of fruitfulness and so Israel's disobedience unfaithfulness results in a lack of fruitfulness and so they mourn and Jeremiah reminds that you know the prayer is to leave us not O Lord our God and this has been combined in in a lot of the uh, rogation lessons with a New Testament lesson that talks about the power of prayer and if we connect this with um, John's lesson today about prayer the thing we want to to highlight, I, th I think, an important point when John talks about whatever we ask in His name, uh, we we you know according to His will, He hears us. <clears throat> that the, the whole pattern of prayer for John is connected to this idea that we have eternal life. Eternal life is not a um, and it's not a um, an insurance policy we kind of have in our pocket. So when we die, we'll. You know, come judgment. Hey, by the way, God, I, you know, I have eternal life. Let me in. But it's it's a character and quality of life we live right now that because of um, the resurrection, because we we of our baptism, we're buried with Christ in baptism, we're raised with Him through faith. We live in Christ now, and that's the character of the life we live in. It is eternal life, and that eternal life, therefore is about a, a new way of interacting with God, a way in which all of life is seen in the light of that life. And this is why prayer, if we, if we, we can mistake the promises of prayer, if we think that, you know, God's, you know, like John says, whatever we ask, we can ask whatever we want in his name, like the last Sunday's gospel said, today's lesson is kind of a companion verse. Um, that it's not a matter of, well, we live in the world and God's over here and we ask God, hey, give us all these things we want in the world <clears throat> as a kind of, a, you know, a, a way to, to get all these things. But 
It's rather that we have eternal life and everything in the world is, is evaluated in terms of the eternal life we have. So we see that, that in this world, sometimes the good things we have to be careful about. Sometimes God's not going to give us too much because he wants us to learn dependence and humility. And when we have the good things, we have to be, be mindful of, of enjoying them sacramentally and eucharistically, giving thanks. Everything is in reference to the eternal life. And we can't understand anything being good apart from it being from God and pertaining to our progress in life in him. And so this is how our, our we understand our prayer. So we look at things like, uh, you know, uh, Jeremiah is talking about a drought. When we in our lives face hardship, we we pray not just, hey, God, take the hardship away, but how am I experiencing God in a new way through this time of, of need? <clears throat> how am I learning to depend more more fully upon him? And how is in that empty space, how am I, how is God coming in a fuller way? And then when we get the good thing, maybe some good things we want, how do we, we see this as a sign of God's presence and we give thanks to God for it? Because the key thing is eternal life, because we understand this world that everything we get is eventually going to go away. So if we see prayer as, hey, God, give me this. It's according to your will. I get this. Well, then there's going to be another time when you don't have that because it's a temporary thing. So the whole power of our life for prayer is understood in terms of the eternal life we have in Christ and how through our prayer we grow in that life. <clears throat> we experience God's goodness in, in, the, in this realm of eternity through the good things he gives us. We experience God's goodness through his presence with us in trial because the real benefit we have even in the trials is having eternal life. We know he's with us in that. Um, and not having eternal life, then you're just in the world and you still have the trial, but you only have the the temporal result of that, which will be sadness and loss. In Christ, we always have him with us in it. And so when, when we lose things temporally, we have in Christ what we learn and gain through that. And so this is how we understand our life for prayer. And so as we transition from Easter to Ascension, we think about how to enter into this life and then ascension is the season of waiting for the spirit to come we're always thinking about living life in our risen lord in the spirit and interpreting everything about our life in terms of the lack is where we find christ the abundance is where we give thanks to christ and we're always moving forward uh to the telos telos of all things in christ so a few thoughts about today's lessons Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate.
Comfort and relieve them according to their separate necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy, in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Wednesday. Thank you, Father John. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Hey, baby. Bye, everyone. Hey. Everybody. Bye, kiddo. Uh, Bye, Rosalind. Bye, Rosalind. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye, Rose.